the evidence the cops have found or the agents have found, keep it from being suppressed, you know, assert the rectitude of the existing social order, you know, uh, carry out an idea of applying the you're law. You're part of a unit. You're part of a huge unit. I mean, you're <clears throat> part of the sovereign. What makes a good prosecutor to you? When have you sat in a courtroom and said, man, this guy or this woman, they're good? Uh, real connection with victims of crime, a, a real understanding of the human situation and ability to empathize with a defendant. What you're saying then is that uh, if I'm right, is that beyond them genuinely having an empathy for the victims, at least conveying that effectively to a jury? Yes. To pass on to the jury, look what happened to these people and put yourself in their and position. A, and a passion about it, a sense of passion about and it. And an articulated passion. Yeah. From your side, as a defense attorney, are there people that come in and they sit down with you and they want your firm to defend them and you tell them no? How do you, what's, what's the process by which you choose, the firm and you individually, you choose who you will and won't defend? If it's a good fit, and there, sure, there are plenty of people we, we tell no, or in the end, you know, who walk in thinking they want us and walk out think, saying, no, you know, you may be the right lawyer for the next guy, but not for me. So at least for me, you know, an initial client meeting is two, three hours long, sometimes longer than that. And it's just feeling out, um, are we going to be able to work well together? And some component of that is the facts of the case? Or is that even kind of down the list of what's important? It's down the list. Why? That's interesting to me. Well, because, you know, the facts, I have no way of knowing the facts when the client's walking in. I haven't seen the first police report. I haven't, you know seen anything the other side is saying. I have only a client's version, and he may have a very fragmentary, uh, very fragmentary understanding even of, you know, the facts as he understands. Even he doesn't know what, what happened. Right, right, <laughs> or what other people are saying, or, right. you know, and the less involved he was, the less he can possibly know about what the accusation is, right? Right. Um, so, if, he's, if he's truly innocent and wasn't right. there, then he doesn't know anything. Doesn't know anything. Um, or if he was, you know, if he was drunk or, you know, whatever. Um, and that's often, you know, a lot of arrests involve <laughs> some drugs or alcohol on one or two or three or ten sides. Um, so a lot more of it is, just, is this going to be a good working relationship? Without giving any details, obviously, or names, obviously, um, do they walk in sometimes and you have that first meeting and it goes fairly well, but as time goes on, you sit there and say, this guy did it, <laughs> this person did it. Oh, well, sure, but if you've... And you still represent them. Yeah, if, if you've gotten off on a really good start, when that comes, I mean, I've had situations where somebody's trying to, to sell me on, I didn't do it, and then, you know, as time goes on, it becomes pretty clear they did. And do they admit it to you? If you've if you've if you've picked the right client and they've picked the right lawyer and you've worked on the relationship, they absolutely do. So at that moment in that relationship, when that person reveals that they did do it, what's that like for you? What do you do? You, you just. But I'm already there. Generally, you know. Generally, this is a conversation you know. that I've started. I'm waiting for you to say with, something. With them, yeah. and the, and then and then we we simply revisit objectives. Because if they've done it and the relationship is good, no longer is the objective, well, I, you know, I, I want to be acquitted at trial. I, I've never had a client say, I did it, but I want to be acquitted at trial. That's never happened to me yet. In, so the, it may tomorrow, but it hasn't happened yet. So, so for those who don't understand the ethics of these relationships, they're paying you and requesting that you help them get away with it. 
Well, that ethically, they they could do that, and ethically, I can do that. I can't put them on the stand to give false testimony. I can't put anybody else on the stand I, I know is going to give false testimony. I, I, you just sit back and wait to see if the state makes their case. Yeah, you can rely on reasonable doubt in the end. Now, that's a... That's a lousy defense strategy most of the time, simply to rely on reasonable doubt. That's not a compelling story to tell a jury, right? Um, but it could be done. I've never had to do that uh, at, to date, you know, because once there's a breakthrough and they say, oh, you know, I did it, it's, it's almost seamless to restate the objectives of the representation at that point. Then it becomes... You know, but I, I, I understand I'm going to miss my kid's high school graduation. Is there any way I cannot miss his college graduation? You know, can you, can you mitigate the consequences here mm -hmm. and guide me through this? Um, and.